Good afternoon. This is a podcast. And I wish that I could remember the song that I'm trying to spoof. I think that it's the Marvel theme. Ba 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 ba. How you guys doing? It's your boy Taylor Morgan. And this is Good After Morning, a podcast about you know what you decide because I still haven't decided. So it's about time you guys start pulling your weight. I need you guys to decide what the fuck this podcast is about because jury's out, man. Jury's at the Amber Heard trial, bruh. <laughs> they ain't happy. Uh, how'd that go, anyways? Did you guys, uh, were you guys happy? Were you sad? What part of the verdict pissed you off? I liked the part of the verdict where Amber Heard had to pay, like, a lot of money and then went bankrupt because of it. <laughs> Quote, unquote, Bankrupt. Come on, that bitch ain't broke. Come on. She was in fucking Aquaman. You think she's broke? <laughs> she's making that Warner Brothers money, son. You think anybody that's making Warner Brothers money is getting crippled by one lawsuit? Look at Harvey. Harvey's doing all right. <laughs> uh, he did get crippled by one lawsuit, honestly. And here I thought he was tough, you know, like prior to 2017, Harvey Weinstein was a <laughs> he was a big hero of mine. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I used to just sit around and look at my posters I had of him and Cosby and fucking that really strong girl from from the Mandalorian who said Jews bad. All my heroes. <laughs> what was that? What was that lady's name? She's kind of hot. She fought in the UFC, I think. Maybe MMA. Gina Carano. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's not a fan of the Jews. But let's be honest. Neither is most of the Middle East. So if, if you're gonna get mad at her, <laughs> what did she even do? I don't even want to get into it, to be honest with you. I don't even want to answer that question. Didn't she? I think she literally just said Jews bad. Hey, my my program. I wonder what that sounds like. My shit just like hard froze for a second. It freaked me out. Anyways, I'm back. I went to Mexico. I now have Mexican lice. Ever heard of them? It's uh it's it's like regular lice but they bred with jumping beans. <laughs> Dude, I would kill for a can of Mexican jumping beans right now. You think those are real? I hope they're real. My fucking vacation was pretty real. Real dumb. Just kidding. It was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I uh, went down to Cozumel for seven days. 
Rode in on a Friday, skedaddled on a Friday. Pretty fun, pretty fun. It was hot as fuck. And, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't even realize, like, while we were down there that Cozumel's an island. I didn't know that. (laughs) I thought it was just attached to the motherfucker. I thought it was up on that shit. No, it's a it's a damn floater. And it's kind of crazy. Because we were like diving and all that shit, right? And then one day we took a like a fishing boat, did some deep sea fishing. So we're like off the island quite a bit, you know. Because when you get on a dive boat to do your dives, it's like 150, 250 feet offshore. Like, you know, 100 yards offshore. You're just going to some random ass reef. Like, you're not even getting into the big boy water. Like, my deepest dive, I think, out of the... I did four dives on two separate days. I think the deepest I got was, like, 77 feet, which is deep. That's pretty deep underwater. Like, it's fucking long ways down there, bub. But uh, as we were going along, you know, you look to your right, the water only gets shallower. You look to your left, that shit only gets deeper. <laughs> like, I can't explain to you how much the scope of the ocean was explained to me this <laughs> this, this past week. Like, the sheer unobtainability. You like that word? The sheer unattainability. Of fucking the ocean is insane. Because there was a moment where we're like 60 feet down, we're going over this reef, and these reefs are these reefs are called uh, what the fuck were they called? Like palancoves or something like that, something with a P. It's basically like little reef mountains, and they have like tunnels and like holes in them and shit. So you know we were swimming through some of those, and that was cool as fuck, honestly, going through some like little tunnels and shit. Um, but there was one moment where we're just kind of drifting over the top of one of these like mountain things. My girlfriend was diving with me on this day and I looked down, you know, we're on top of this mountain. There's probably like 60 feet of water above me. I looked down and there's a hole in the top of the mountain, just in the reef, you know, and through the hole, I can see sand Like I can see the bottom of the ocean. But it looks like it's another, oh, I don't know, 50 feet down. Um, And then as I moved forward, I got a better angle on the hole. And you could see where it opened up deeper down into the ocean. And where it opened up looked like um, the fucking abyss. (laughs) And just seeing, like, that perspective of me, like, looking up at at the top of the water up here and then looking down at the hole and just going Jesus Christ I know why we don't live down here right now like I know why we don't give a fuck about the ocean because we physically cannot give a fuck about the ocean (laughs) like the amount (laughs) of fucking pressure and just the sheer amount of water 
the fucking current yanks you around, pulls you out into the middle of goddamn nowhere where a a silent assassin water wolf will sneak up behind you and rip out your asshole. And you don't even hear him. You can't even, like, smell underwater. You know, there's no leaf crunching conveniently in a movie, like, and you look over your shoulder and there's nothing there, and you're like, holy shit, we're being watched. Wow. And there's none of that. If something in the water wants to kill you, not even sharks. Sharks are big babies, all right? Bop them on the nose, boop, get out of here. I'm talking about just sea life in general. If, like, 400 fish wanted to just roll up on your ass, they could. (laughs) And we have little to nothing to say about it. Like, it's kind of crazy. And just seeing, I don't know, just seeing all that shit really put that into perspective for me. So when we're out on the diving boat, right, this guy, he's kind of explaining to us, you know, and you can see the levels of the water. Judging by, like, how light it is, like, Cozumel is fucking gorgeous. The ocean was amazing. The weather was amazing the entire time we were down there. You look at the beach water, it's like a teal, like, aquamarine color. And then it moves out like a shade, and it's kind of like a, you know, a deep blue. And then you move out another shade, and it's like royal blue. Like, the real shit. And we're over the real shit while we're in this fishing boat, right? And so I asked the guy, his name's Freddy, uh, this, this Mexican dude. We were on a boat with two Mexican guys named Freddy. They were both Freddy. It was Captain Freddy and Mate Freddy. I think they were fucking with us, to be honest with you. I, I don't think they're both named Freddy. <laughs> like, one of them had to be named Oscar or some shit, right? So, <laughs> so I asked Captain Freddy, I'm like, hey... How, how deep's this water right now? And he goes, he pointed to like the levels of the ocean and he kind of broke it down for me. He's like, you know, like over there is like 100 feet. Uh, that shade, it's like 100 feet. And then from there is the, oh, what the hell did he call it? The ridge. It's the ocean ridge. And so the ocean just starts like every foot that you swim out into the ocean, the land disappears at a sharp gradient. So it's like for every one foot you move towards nothing, nothing appears underneath you like six feet per each one foot you go or just a crazy ass fucking scale like that. So we're like, I don't know, a mile offshore, if that everything like it looks like I could still swim to shore if I had to, you know, and he's like. It's like uh, probably 2,000 feet deep underneath us. He was like, you'll never see the bottom. He's like, if, we, if you were to jump in and die, you, you, you would die way before you saw the bottom of that ocean. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy. Like, that's so crazy. Because it's not that far. And we're on an island. And we were even on the side of the island that's in between Cozumel and the rest of Mexico. So objectively, it's the smaller part of the ocean. Like, it's not even the ocean ocean. So that's why I think we need to harness the power of dolphins. 
and we need to sit down with a council of elected dolphins, right? And we need to figure out where the fuck Amelia Earhart is. Because, listen, I'm a fan, alright? You guys know me. I'm a feminist. I love all things women. Pussies. Tits. Uh, you know, I, I, I used my mom's combs whenever I was growing up. I like to play with those little hair clippy things, you know? Love women. So where's Amelia? Where is Amelia Earhart? If we can know where in the world is Carmen San Diego, why do we not know where in the world Amelia Earhart is? Hmm? I'm about to tweet that shit. <laughs> That's some real shit. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm legitimately going to pause my podcast so I can tweet that. Hold up. Follow me on Twitter. Anyways, fo- follow me on Twitter, man. <laughs> I hope that one bangs. But no, that's some real shit, though. Like, the dolphins know where Amelia is. They have to. And honestly, I would not be surprised... If Amber Heard was in on this shit. I mean, you guys saw Aquaman. She's tight with the Atlanteans. Actually, you guys probably didn't see Aquaman. And and honestly, you're better for it. Because that shit sucked. The best part of that entire movie was watching fucking Jason Momoa just kind of stand there. Honestly, the best part of the Aquaman movie was the poster. If you could just look at a cool poster of him standing there holding his big fucking fork. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know. Because the rest of that movie is not good. And, I, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, to be fair. I've not seen Fantastic Beasts. Um, but I have more faith in whoever is running the Harry Potter franchise I don't even know like do you do the Harry Potter fans even like the Fantastic Beast shit but either way I have more faith in what they can do than what DC movies can do and it hurts me to say that I was talking about this last night this exact same conversation I like DC's characters way better save Spider-Man and Hulk those are my two favorite Marvel characters. Um, I like all the, like, The Flash. Fucking Batman's cool as shit. Superman is Superman. Uh, I'm a big fan of John Jones. Like, just, uh, you know, the Justice League, objectively, for me, for, like, the first, I don't know, until I saw Iron Man. <laughs> Until, actually, until I saw whatever movie came out after Man of Steel, um, <laughs> I was a I was more of a DC fan, you know. But then they made a movie after Man of Steel, and I thought, you know what, and this shit fucking sucks. <laughs> and they've made like three, four DC movies since then, and they all suck. Wonder Woman, the first one, it was okay. Um, it did the thing that pisses me off in like most movies, and that's when they have this 
like really cool uh, villain. There's a really cool boss in the in the movie, right? Like the antagonist is fucking Ares in that movie, like the god of war. Hell yeah! What's cooler than that? I'll tell you what's cooler than that. Wonder Woman randomly deciding that she has the power of a god in the last 20 minutes of that movie. And then she just dick slaps him. And, and it's, I mean, it literally, the whole thing, the entire fight and wrap up is like 20 minutes of screen time. Which, in my opinion, is a shit climax. That is shit. If it takes you 20 minutes to not only kill a god but also wrap up the fact that you're now powerful enough to kill a god in, like, 20 minutes. Shit movie, dude. Shit climax. Shit, shit, shit. And that happens in so many movies, it pisses me off. Like, when you just have a really cool boss, you know, the antagonist is really, you know, very powerful. You're like, fuck, how are they going to do it? How is she going to beat him? And then, magic. <laughs> the lazy story writing kicks in. The power was in you all along, and now the movie's over, and you just want to watch the first hour of that movie and then turn it off after that. Um, you know me, dude. You put me on the spot. I, I, I come out with... I'm a real big statement guy. I come out with some real big statements... And I have nothing to back it up because I cannot give you another example of that. Not off the top of my, not off the top of my dome. Mm-mm. I'll tell you uh, what's a really good movie for really stretching out that last fight and making it like worth everybody's while is in Kickass uh, when they go to the tower to you know confront what's his it's like Frank. Frank Falcone or some bullshit, the fucking mob boss guy. The actor that plays that guy is fucking stone cold, too. Um, But, you know, they roll up to that tower. There's, like, fucking 45 minutes of movie left, and basically the entire time they're in there is just fighting. They're just climaxing all over the place. And it just kind of, the movie just kind of ends, you know... Like, does the whole thing. The big black guy comes out with the rocket launcher. That doesn't work. You know, she's getting the shit beat out of him. They fight in the dojo by themselves. You know, the homeboy shows up with the fucking jetpack with Gatling guns. And then they shoot the bad guy with the bazooka. He flies out into the New York City skyline and explodes. And then, you know... They wrap up a little bit at the tower, scene change, wrap it up at the school, movie's over. That's great. That is a great ending. It's a lot better than, okay, we're at this airport now. Um, Well, there's Ares. Hold on, let me ching-ching my bracelets a couple times, and holy shit, I now have all the power of Athena and Hera and fucking Aphrodite and Venus and every goddamn Greek or Roman female that's ever existed (laughs) and I'll just dick slap Ares real quick when the rest of the movie I'm struggling with World War II guns? You can't even beat World War II guns and you're struggling and you just 
destroy Aries? Fuck you. Fuck you big time. I mean, even the Man of Steel had a good-ass uh, ending. Like, we're, I'm just spoiling all this shit. I'm not giving you any spoilers either. I'm just rolling on it. But, like, the Man of Steel, whenever, you know, Zod, they're in, like, that bank or whatever, and he's, like, trying to fuck up his parents, you know, and Superman literally just killed, like, two other Kryptonians. And now they gotta fucking kill Zod, and he, like, you know, shoots his little eye lasers and, you know, breaks his head and shit. Fucking cool, man. That was a really cool ending. You know, Superman actually had to overcome some fucking character development to get to that point. It was like a... It was like after they got done with that movie, they're like, you know what the people didn't like about this movie? Our character development and our plot. So, let's keep making these movies, except make the character development and plot terrible. Superman versus Batman? Terrible. Bad movie. Not good. Like, it just starts out and you just, you're just supposed to hate Superman. For no reason. Like, they don't really give you a compelling reason. The movie starts, and everybody's just already pissed off at Superman. And it's like, you don't even... I don't know, there's never, like, uh... You're never supposed to be on Superman's side until the very end. Whenever there's... Guess what? Another fucking CGI bad guy that they need to fight. And... Fucking fight him... Was it Darkseid in that movie? Were they fighting Darkseid in Superman, Batman? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. Because if they actually did, if my memory is serving me correctly, I think they fought fucking Darkseid, and that pisses me off. Because it's like one of the best Superman villains ever. And you just throw him into that shit-ass movie. <laughs> as a As a throwaway. As a last 20 minutes, okay, it was doomsday. Well, thank God. Thank God, honestly. And fucking Jesse Eisenberg is <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> uh, I actually don't mind that casting a whole lot. If it meant anything to that movie whatsoever. Like, nothing matters in that movie. Not a single thing. Because as soon as the movie's over... Every action, every thing that happened in that movie, they just kind of accept. And they're just like, eh, Doomsday was here. Beat Doomsday. I guess we're all cool now. Justice Wig coming out. Nice you. You better go watch it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like there's, like, there's no repercussions whatsoever. Whatsoever. Pisses me off. And I think they're doing a Flash standalone movie soon. And I want to really be honest with you. That's going to depress the fuck out of me. Because I know it's going to be bad. Because doesn't that one guy that the internet just kind of hates every now and then. Isn't he playing Flash? What's that dude's name? Is it Ezra Miller? Yeah, Flash star Ezra Miller can't be located by court trying to serve protection order. <laughs> this... I typed in Ezra space Fox News five hours ago. That was that's the first thing that pops up. 
So he's going off the deep end. He's on a cocaine binge because fucking he's in a Flash movie. He's trying to see what it's like to go fast as fuck. And you know what? I'm here for it. Aha. You know, if, if that Flash movie sucks, which it probably will, it's going to depress me. Because in comics, Flash has some of like my favorite stories like I've ever heard. <laughs> like the Flashpoint paradox is so fucking good. It's so good. If you guys ever get the chance, go watch. Uh, there's a DC animated movie called The Flashpoint Paradox. Check that shit out. Very good. It's ext- like even just for a movie, it's good. If you get a chance, check out all of DC's animated movies, to be honest. Because that's the thing. The DC animated movies is basically everything that the DC movies want to be. Dark, you know, got some grit, little attitude, some more grounded. You know, like there's consequences, things, you know, shit fucking matters in these. Granted, it's still animated, but, you know, there's stakes. Uh, you know, and then you watch the fucking Justice League, and you're like, ah, yeah. So you're telling me there's another big gray CGI guy showing up in his big gray CGI ship to talk to his big gray CGI underling about how they're gonna beat the fuck out of all of our big not gray superheroes. Oh, and guess what? Now they can't really work together as a team because Aquaman doesn't really trust Batman a whole lot. And now now the big gray CGI guy throws Aquaman off a building and Batman saves him. Guess what? I trust Batman now. It's just dumb, stupid shit like that. Just classic team-up balagna. At least in, like, the Avengers. They didn't do, like, they kept their weird... Like, Smirky, we're not going to work together well. They kept that to, like, a minimum until they did Civil War where they made an entire movie about that. Because <laughs> I feel like that's just such a dumb footnote. Like, you could edit out, like, an hour and a half of that original Justice League movie where it's just them, like, not working together well. And they're just kind of doing stuff. You could just get rid of all that shit. I never even watched the Snyder Cut. I don't have four hours to dedicate to bullshit. You know, if if Snyder was so tough, why didn't he get the original cut? Hmm? Why'd all the incels have to tell him to make one? If he's such a good movie creator, why didn't he just do it himself? Hmm? Why is it in black and white also? That also pisses me off. What are you, what are you trying to do? The entire movie's fucking gray anyways. <laughs> the moon, the palette for fucking, uh, you, actually, you know what he did? He just removed all the overtones from the original movie because the palette 
for every DC movie except for Aquaman, which and I guess Wonder Woman 1984, where they're like, holy shit, if we put color in here, maybe people will watch our movies. Is that shit is gray and brown and black and blacker and like light gray. <laughs> and that's about it, man. But fuck. If they would just go full dark. If they would quit being pussies and just go full dark. You make them bitches rated R. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? The the parents are still going to bring the kids. The the people are still going to watch it. Deadpool made millions of dollars. Logan made millions of dollars. Critically acclaimed. Great superhero movies. Why don't you just make good movies? Like, they put these weird restrictions on themselves where they're like, I want to be dark, but also, I don't want to be dark at all. I just want my movie to look dark. (laughs) So that way, we're different than having a good time at a movie theater fucking MCU. (laughs) You watch an MCU movie, it's all bright and shining. There's jokes. Ha ha. ACDC. Fucking fireworks and shit. And you you switch it over to Batman and Superman. It's just fucking Ben Affleck walking down a raining street, <laughs> fucking with a trench coat on. <laughs> this city will change you. <laughs> and don't even get me started. Do not even get me started on the new Batman movie, bro. That shit was boring, boring. I don't care. You're trying to be noir. You're trying to be sleuthy. You're trying to be fucking edgy. You know, Bruce Wayne fucking smears eyeshadow all over his face and just kind of sits shirtless in the cave. Yeah, that's all cool. But can you, like, give me some substance? Can I? Can something happen more than a meaningful stare and a fucking dialogue? <laughs> And like I, I like I liked the whole we're gonna investigate, we're gonna be a sleuth, you know, we're grounded, the Riddler's like an incel 4chan kid. That's awesome, man. You, you know, you really rooted that in reality, but you forgot to do the cool part where it's like you're supposed to have fun while watching a movie. Like even you know, even scary movies give you a rush so it's fun. Whenever I'm just sitting here, you know, thinking, holy fuck, what would it be like to just stick my head in between Zoe Kravitz's fucking ass cheeks and just go, like, that's what I'm thinking the entire time because there's, I have room to think. I don't have to think about the plot because it makes no sense. (laughs) Like... That's one of those movies where they just hold your hand and they just walk you down the road. And they're like, bro, we're not going to be compelling enough for you to try to guess where this goes. So you just got to watch until we get to where we're going. (laughs) I, I mean, I just wasn't a fan. 
I really wasn't. It was uh it had a lot of good qualities. It really did. But I'm dreading the sequel. The sequel's going to be bad. It's going to be bad because if you're pulling in the Joker again, you're pulling in the Joker again. This is the fifth goddamn Joker we've had in five years. (laughs) Why? Anybody seen Morbius? (laughs) I haven't seen Morbius. It does really crack me up that Jared Leto hasn't been in a good movie in like ten years. Is uh. He was a really bad Joker. Suicide Squad movies, bad, terrible. The second one was fun as a movie. Not great. (laughs) There wasn't a lot going on there. But it was fun to watch, you know? At least, like, there's some bullshit happening, you know, the dialogue's interesting somewhat because it's just John Cena and Harley Quinn fucking talking the entire time, basically. But any scene that didn't feature one of those two characters in it is very forgettable. Very forgettable. Like, the whole Harley Quinn, like, birds of prey moment where she's, like, walking through the thing and all the butterflies are flying around and, like, all the leaves and shit and it's all trippy. That was really cool. Um, Every other scene, I couldn't tell you. I don't even remember what the plot of that movie was. But you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to remember anything like that. You're supposed to just spend your money and watch it. Supposed to just sit there and be held captive. That's the that's what I do. That's another thing I didn't like about the the new Batman movie. It's just like you just sit there for a three hour movie that feels three hours long. See, that's the thing. If a movie can be that long, like Outlaw Josie Wales, is three hours long. It doesn't feel three hours long. Goodfellas, you watch Goodfellas, that movie is fucking long as shit. It doesn't feel that way. You don't realize it until the sun has gone down and you're still watching it. You realize every single aching moment that you're watching that new Batman movie. Just because it fucking gives you room to think. (laughs) It gives you time to think about the time that's passing. (laughs) As you're just watching him kind of walk around and talk to yet another person. Wow. Just lots of dialogue in this movie, huh? I didn't realize we were going for crime drama. I didn't realize Batman was the newest character on This Is Us. Holy shit, I just ranted about DC movies for 25 minutes. (laughs) Uh, That felt good, honestly, though. That felt really good to get that shit off my chest. Because I've had that bottled up all day. I don't know what it was. I don't know what got me started on that either. 
Oh, I remember my coworker and I were talking about it today. I was literally talking about it earlier today. That's what started all that. Yeah. Dude, I would suck a fart out of Gal Gadot's ass. I mean, just... That's me spitting out her fucking butt plug, baby. You know she's ready to ramble. Imagine there's no heaven. (laughs) Fucking bitch. (laughs) Is there a world where we ever get to see that again? Where fucking... (laughs) Where Wonder Woman and Jesse from Breaking Bad get to sing to us? About how there's no heaven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck was that, dude? What was that? That was one of the dumb COVID moments. Like, I mean, you guys have been listening throughout this entire COVID bullshit. I'm down for it, you know. I recognize that there's a pandemic. But spare me the bullshit. Please spare me. Spare me. Masks don't help that much. They really don't. If anything, it just reminds you to stand further away from somebody because they're wearing a mask. Other than that, eh. Like, like, when we went back to Mexico, Mexico is still like, Mask mandates, indoors, um, six feet apart, all that bullshit. Very loose. I mean, it's very loose. I felt bad for every single employee at that resort we were at. Because they're all masked up. Like, there's a solo bartender masked up behind an outdoor bar. Where he's just serving people drinks. And it's a thick-ass bar. He's six feet away from people. And outside. But they got this poor bastard fucking wearing a mask. (laughs) In 90 degree Mexican tropical heat. And then we go up to eat. We don't wear a mask the entire time. You walk all the way up. You go up these big stairs. Walk into like where the little buffet thing is. It's a big ass, you know, high ceiling building. And on one side there's a bar. There's a like a little dividey wall that has like holes and shit through it. And on the other side, there's the buffet and everything. When you go to eat at the buffet, you have to be wearing a mask. You have to. They will not let you in. But when you sit at the table, you don't have to wear a mask. Okay, cool. Get up, wear a mask, get your food, come down, take your mask off, eat. That's great. But why am I required to be wearing a mask while I'm in an enclosed space with people not 40 feet to my right on the other side of this perforated wall that has 20 feet of ceiling above it? No mask. Bar, no mask. Food, mask. Spare me the bullshit. All right? (laughs) Just spare me the bullshit, please. God. And that was that's my big gripe about everything that happened during COVID is like all I can handle the science, okay? I can handle 
science and scientists and we're doing this for a cause we're saving the elderly and shit but why am I wearing a mask while walking around outside <laughs> when I'm I'm wearing a mask walking through a Walmart parking lot and there's no one else around me I'll wear a mask in Walmart but why in the parking lot <laughs> Oh, it kills me. Listen, folks. It's been 40 minutes. I feel like I just literally sat down and did not stop talking the entire time I was here. So it's probably a good podcast. Hopefully there's some laughs. A couple giggles. Um, Maybe I pissed you off. Hopefully you really enjoyed Gal Gadot and fucking Jesse <laughs> singing. Maybe. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I really don't give a shit. I'm hungry as fuck. I'm going to eat the biggest smash burger of 2015 here in a second. I've got burger defrosting right now, baby. I'm back on my fitness grind. I ain't eating no fucking bread. I might wrap that burger in a tortilla. You ain't ever seen nothing like that. But all you need to know is that it's going to be like a half pound of hamburger. Oh, I'm so ready. I fucking love grilling. I fucking love meat. I fucking love America. Viva la Mexico. All that shit. Follow me on socials. And you know what? You're a real one. You've been listening this long? After this hiatus? After this hyenas, you a real one. Alright, folks. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, take care. Brush your hair. Um, when in doubt, don't pull out. And uh, the apple falls far from the tree. Um, good night. <laughs>